0: Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics, or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. Okay, today is um, relative to an inquiry on can I get Hashimoto's? Um, if I don't, if I wasn't born with a thyroid. So the answer is that, to that is I don't know exactly for sure the answer to that because I've never met anybody who's been born without a thyroid. Certainly have never treated anybody who's been born without a thyroid. But let's, let's follow this through because I've also way more frequently gotten the question of, if I have my thyroid taken out, can I stop Hashimoto's? The answer to that question is yes. And the reason the answer to that question is yes, and this leads to the answer to the, the question of the day. Uh, can I get Hashimoto's if I don't have a thyroid? Um, the answer to the question of, I've had my thyroid taken out, can I get it? The answer is yes. And the, and the reason for that is because you still have t- thyroid tissue in there when um you have it taken out and i and you know it's interesting years ago right before I really started getting into all of this i was I was invited to um be a member of or, or, of of a of a hospital outreach program where they had several of us um they 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 chose several of us or allowed several of us to go in and watch surgeries and i and I remember watching uh, a thyroid surgery, and, uh, and I, I, I used to do a lot in human anatomy and biochemistry, and I used to dissect out a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> That's a whole other story, uh, years and years and years and years and years ago. But I, that allowed me to look at that and say, I, after the doctor did his thing, I said, it doesn't look like you know you got all the thyroid out. He goes, no, no, you can never get all the thyroid out because it's connected here, or there. You might change your voice. At the time, it wasn't a big deal to me. It, I just was curious. And uh, but later on, when I started getting people that came in who didn't have her thyroid, but they had the antibodies, and if they ate gluten, the antibodies, you know, they would get all the exacerbations and the heart palpitations and this type of stuff. Um, you know, I started conjecturing back to that, thinking, you know. These people still have thyroid tissue in there. And then eventually, uh, and it wasn't until just recently, I, I, I actually had that confirmed by a doctor who said, no, no, you, we, you, it's, it's rare that we don't leave at least 10% of the thyroid in there. So the whole thing for the person who gets their thyroid taken out is they still have thyroid tissue. If you still have thyroid tissue, the immune system still, you know, your genetics still tells your immune system you can attack it. Okay. Now, The answer to, if you never had a thyroid, I would assume that the answer would be, what are my chances of getting Hashimoto's? I would assume that the answer would be like zero and none. Because you have to, in my world, understanding physiology the way I think I understand it, um, you have no thyroid tissue to attack. So let's say you had rheumatoid arthritis and you rarely get one thyroid. you You rarely get one autoimmune problem. So let's say you got rheumatoid arthritis and also, and you keep getting the rheumatoid arthritis and the, the, whatever treatment you're doing isn't working and then all of a sudden, one day you start to get a rash on your neck. And and, and, and you get it checked out and the doctor goes, you know what, you have eczema now, because or psoriasis, okay? Let's say on your elbows, psoriasis. And, and you go, oh crap, now can I, how, how can I get that? Well, you can get it because you have the genetics that tells you you can attack that skin tissue because you keep flaring up the rheumatoid arthritis and if, you're not, if it's not under control, it's gonna express the next one, uh, the next uh, genetic propensity that you have. If you don't have a thyroid, I would imagine you could have 50 thyroid cases in your family, but you have to have a thyroid that when the genetics say attack this, to attack it. But there's, if there's no tissue to attack it, my rationale would be, I don't think you could get Hashimoto's if you don't have a thyroid. And again, I've never met any, I've never met anybody who didn't have thyroid. I've never treated anybody who did not have a thyroid. But it, but if I were on one of these buzz show <laughs> quiz shows and they asked me, like, can you do it or not? That would be the rationing before I would say, no, no, I don't think I don't think you can get it. But that's what I know. That's what I know. And uh, so um, I'll keep my eye out for that one <laughs> over the rest of my career to see if somebody comes in without a thyroid and if. And if they do, and we treat them, and we see what happens, then I'll do another video for you at that point in time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics, or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.